What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Asset. I am your host, Dominic Smith. This episode is a part of our marathon series called Trials Talk Chasing the Dream, where I get a chance to talk with a few Olympic hopefuls who will toe the line at the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials this Saturday in Orlando. It is here. It is only a day away. And listen, I am so pumped. I'm so pumped to cover it. I'm so pumped to be there to witness some dreams come true, some incredible performances. It is going to be exciting. Make sure you tune in and watch. And if you're in Orlando, enjoy the festivities. It is going to be a blast. Today's guest is a certified baller, shot caller, he is a legend in his own right, none other than the brother that is Mr. Tyler Sickler. It was such a privilege to get a chance to interview him. He is a high school biology teacher doing big things, former collegiate runner, and he is ready to take stage at the Olympic Marathon Trial. So we talked about that talked about some food because that's what we do on this show uh we talked about some marvel movies we talked about just the influence that he hopes to have over his students on his students rather especially with the marathon so you're going to get a chance to know about tyler easy guy to root for and i'm excited to see how he does listen orlando if you're looking for some stuff to do please be sure to go on the olympic marathon trials orlando 2020 trials 2024 trials.com link is underneath and the show notes is going to have everything you need athlete bios articles anything and everything you don't want to miss it now until next time love piece of chicken grease hope you enjoy the episode What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Sinks and Inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominic Smith, and today, a part of our Road to the Trials Marathon series, that is not the name. I actually wrote the name down, and because I am, like, blind, I can't see it on my board. It's Chasing the Dream. That's part of it. So, um, a part of that series, I'm going to get a chance to talk to some certified ballers, shot callers, runners who you need to know their name, because when they come in hot on the marathon course, they are going to be a problem. And one of the ballers that's out there who's going to be running in the 2024 marathon trials here in Orlando, listen, She's a certified baller, been doing it big since high school. Unique journey, as smooth as butter on some oatmeal and some toast. And she's coming for that number one spot on February 3rd. She is the legend that is, Sister Christina Welsh. Christina, how you doing, fam? Appreciate you coming on the show. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Of course, had to have a certified baller, even if she went to the wrong school for grad school. Uh, shout out to UCF, go Knights Charge on. Um, it's all good. It's all good. But listen, you're no exception to the rules when it comes to asking certain questions. And this question is for you because listen, Santa Claus is delivering belated birthday gifts ever since, you know, the mail traffic and all that stuff is just kind of blocked off as like constipation because so many people need gifts. They're saying, listen, we're going to make a post Christmas run. And so he's going to give you three gifts. The first gift he wants to know um, as far as what he's going to give you, he wants to know your favorite appetizer or appetizers. So if you have four or five appetizers or one certain appetizer, what they're going to do is they're going to combine it into one appetizer, put your face on it, sell it at every place, every grocery store, everywhere, and you're going to get a lifetime supply of the appetizer. 
So that's that's the first thing. The second thing that's going to be done for you that he wants to know, Christmas is over, at least when this is recording. Well, when this will be released, Christmas will be over. But the big man, the man with the bag, is going to give you a private concert. They're going to keep all the Christmas decorations up, but they want to know your plus one and three of your favorite artists that you want to perform whatever songs, whatever set. It's just custom to you. So it's a private concert, Radio City, Radio City Music Hall. They're going to do it big for you. So private concert with three of your favorite musical artists. And lastly, you're going to have the ability to talk to animals, just like Eliza Thornberry in the classic The Wild Thornberries. You're going to have that ability, but it's going to be taken a step further because you're going to get a chance to either A, have dinner with the animal, or B, go on a run with the animal. And you're going to get a chance to get to know each other. So what we need to know, custom appetizer. We need to know the concert, who your plus one will be, as well as three musical artists, animal that you want to have dinner or go on a run with. Okay. Um, so my top appetizers probably are crab rangoons, obviously. Okay. Um and okay so these don't really go together that well though so i don't think you can combine them but that thing that's like a corn dog but there's like no hot dog in there it's just like the bread you know what i'm talking about the corn fritter yes that that's my second favorite appetizer so if you could think of some not disgusting way to combine those two things into one food that would be my pick we're just going to put it on two plates. It's your thing. Yeah, we're not going to. Yeah, that's all we're going to do. Uh, listen, you are. you Listen, you have like really just divulged in the Florida scene because that's a Florida answer. If I And I love me a good corn fritter now. Listen, it, it's it's something different with a little powder sugar on top. Okay, that's 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 different. That's different. Okay. They're so Go good. Ahead. I never had them until I moved here. And now they're like my favorite thing ever. Oh, man. You get me hungry. Tell me, um, concert. Okay. My favorite band is the Front Bottoms, I think. Okay. Yeah. The, the Front Bottoms? Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? Nope. They're mm -hmm. from New Jersey. They're okay. pretty good. Okay. Um, my second favorite band is Slaughter Beach Dog. I don't have good favorite bands. Probably no one knows who that is. And mm -hmm. they sound really emo. They kind of are. It's fine. Oh, okay. Who's number three? Uh, I don't know. There's kind of a drop off after that. <laughs> I like the Mountain Goats a lot. The Mountain Goats? The Mountain Goats? The Mountain Goats. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 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 Who's your plus one? Who's my plus one? be anybody it could be your boyfriend it could be the queen of Genovia. it doesn't matter i guess i would bring my boyfriend but he'd really be probably suffering through that because i don't think he likes any of those bands but i gotta bring someone that's fair because they have to be nice to me oh yes that's fair and we're gonna get back to all three of those bands in just a second um because i do have a few questions about all of them um Last but not least, animal that you either want to have dinner with or want to go on a run with. So this might be a bit. So I'm like a marine biologist. That's like my day job. So I guess I would want to talk to a fish. 
and like see what's going on with them instead of just doing experiments on them that'd probably be easier but i don't know if that's really a good idea because i also have to like kill a lot of fish at work so that might complicate things that's fair but you can also explain why you're gonna die in a sense I don't know if like explaining that is gonna make it any better, but okay. yeah, let's go with that. Okay. And I think I would pick go for a run with them because they'd be pretty bad at it, and that'd be kind of funny for me. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's like if you're swimming with Dory and Nemo, but listen, it's about to be it in a few minutes. But just wanted you guys to just to let you know is. Nothing personal, just business. Exactly. Excellent. Oh, good job. Okay. So, back to the appetizer. It's interesting, man, because I was interviewing Tori Parkinson, who was the first athlete on this series. That was her answer, the crab ragoons, whatever the case might be. Um, I had it for the first time. There's a place in Orlando called 24 Hour or 24 Hour. Uh, I keep saying 24, and that's not how it's supposed to be pronounced. 24 Hour, my bad, good people. And there were two appetizers. I was telling her this. There were two appetizers that I tried. One were those crab ragoons, and the second was these Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Um, I was shocked how good those things were. The cream oh. cheese, like, just, I don't know. I was like, whoa, this is different. I like this. They're so good. I've so, gotten them from, like, every place in St. Pete, and I have a ranking in my head of where all the best ones are. Okay, well, can we get that ranking? Because I have been down to St. Pete, so. The Best ones in St. Pete, I think, are from Great Wall 2. Not Great Wall 1. That's different. Great Wall 2 has better ones because they're, like, squares. They're not, like, the normal, like, really, really shape. Okay. I like that better because it's not as crunchy, and I don't really like crunchy stuff. Really? Okay. Great Wall, Great Wall 2. Yes. Okay. Interesting. So who's the runner-up? Runner-up? Mm. I guess Great Wall 1. I'm going to be honest. They're the same, but Great Wall 1 closes 30 minutes earlier, and so oh. I don't like that one as much. I hate that about them. Oh, Great Wall I 1. I only want Crab Rangoons at 9.45 p.m., and Great Wall 1 is closed at that time. What time do they close? Like 9.15? They close at 9.30, but Great Wall 2 closes at 10, so that's the only one I ever go to. That's the crazy part about Florida, at least Central Florida, and just the I don't know. Ybor City stays open till like the sunrise in Tampa, um, but that's kind of the crazy, 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 crazy part because if you are not fed before ten o'clock, then you just may not eat essentially. Because it's it, so true. It's really like, annoying. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I used to, like, after football games, football games in at 930, and it's just like, oh, man, you want something good, you want something lively and everything, and it's like, nah, bro, um, 
night night you you, you may have to eat tomorrow eat mcdonald's yeah. or something like that domino's pizza oh uh, are you a Do- are you a domino's fan i am now that i live here i mean so i'm from new jersey so the pizza up there is very different from the pizza in florida so i since moving here pretty much only get done okay we're gonna get back to that in a few minutes um because we'll get back to that in a few minutes because this goes back to another episode maybe a year ago but that's okay that's okay um corn fritter let me tell you something see you live about an hour and a half let's say about an hour 45 minutes away from orlando so it's like the outstretched parts of central florida i'm pretty sure y'all have some bomb corn fritters but if you've ever been to sunny's sunny's has some really good corn fritters where is that the barbecue yeah the barbecue place oh there's about three or four places in orlando that has some incredible corn fritters i'm telling you it's like this corn is cornmeal which is what they use for corn dogs and they mix in like the sweet cream corn a little bit and then it rises to the top with the the grease and then they just add a little powdered sugar on it man that sounds so good so i maybe that's an incentive uh (laughs) as far as running in the marathon so yeah, you gotta oh. send those places so I can go to them after the race and also probably before the race too. Listen, carb loading. And maybe That's during all. the race. I don't know. We'll see. No, during the race. During the race. That is uh so what we need to do is somebody at like mile fifteen, uh, or sixteen or seventeen. Instead of goo. Oh, that's a good idea. Instead of like the nutritional products like goo and and uh, What's all the honey stingers, scratch? Just take a little bag of your corn fritters. That sounds great. I'm yeah. sure there's people who do that. I see that kind of stuff at races sometimes. And I always wish I was actually just like walk running it so that I could participate in those fun things that everybody else is participating in. Oh my gosh, really? So y'all breed it differently. I've never heard of that. I was joking, but that actually happens? I mean, like, so at Gate River Run in Jacksonville, it's the 15K championship. Um, I ran that last year and they were giving out donuts on the course. And I was like, why am I running so fast and skipping all the donuts? This is such a waste of time. I could be going on a stroll and eating donuts right now that ooh, that's more incentive for me to run oh man see i've started i've thought about and it's going to happen someday of creating my own race in orlando or a series of races one in orlando like one maybe in tampa one tallahassee jack whatever but one i just wanted to like hand out fried chicken like either like different places or something like that like the winner gets a free bucket of like a family value or whatever the case might be that sounds so good i would do your race awesome and yes the trophy every i don't know which one is better trophy or a medal like after a hard run would you rather get a trophy or a medal what do you, you just said you get a bucket of fried chicken in addition to like some hard i don't want that i just want more of the fried chicken actually Okay, well, you get free entry. Um, essentially, you don't have to pay for that. Okay. Because <laughs> I was going to give like people, um, you get a bucket of like extra crispy and then a drumstick 
in the shape of like a trophy drumstick or a, a drumstick metal, whatever the case might be. I like that. It might get your shirt a little greasy, but it's fine. Oh, listen, I always tell people, if you can't fry it, don't buy it. So that just goes with the theme thing. So, um, okay. These bands that you named, I have, those are some, and I have to be careful what I say, because I don't need the goats from the mountains coming to lactic acid, coming at lactic acid. I don't need, who was the other one? So you got the mountain lion, no, not the mountain lions, the mountain goats. My favorite band is called the Front Bottoms. The front, the front bottoms. Um, is I'm not gonna lie, the front bottoms that's a creative name because no one would ever think of it. God knows until 250 right now, I certainly didn't think that was possible. They thought of it. I didn't get that. Oh gosh. See, even Siri on my watch was just like, I didn't get that. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so what was the other one? Slaughter Beach Dog. Slaughter Beach. Oh God. Tell me the genre of music that is. Like what what genre is that? I don't know. Spotify likes to tell me that it's Midwest emo. I'm not really sure what that means, but I guess that's what it is. I've never heard of that. Like what? It's like, are these people from like Nebraska or something? And they're just singing. No, they're from New Jersey. They were like really popular where I went to college. I'm looking that up. Midwest emo. I've never heard anyone actually say that phrase in the real world. It's literally just a Spotify category. That's that's so wild. So God, there are actually like stories and all that stuff on it. That's crazy. The guitars are normally a clean toner. Wait. Midwest emo tends to have more very strong song structures. It's a subgenre that was in the 19 developed in the 1990. Oh, it's just emo. Like I didn't know emo had categories like that. <laughs> so many categories oh gosh so you like emo music yeah but only this kind i don't like like the yelling kind all that much oh then i can't say what i was gonna say we have something called emo night in orlando and it's in downtown orlando it's it's actually maybe a hundred maybe 300 feet from the finish line essentially um just one block and it's a bunch of people they rent it out and it's this big emo fest i was invited to go um and i politely was like no uh but it from what the videos i've seen it's a lot of screaming and a lot of like head banging and stuff like that yeah i've never been to that i'm familiar with emo night um I think it's like national. Like I think they travel around the country and do that all over the place. Yes. So what is like Midwest? Is it like chill? Is it like? Yeah, it's more like acoustic guitars and flannel shirts and stuff like that. Oh, so it's like oh, like campfire, John Mayer kind of. Yeah, but if John Mayer was like really sad and had a worse voice. <laughs> I love how you describe it because it makes me want to go listen to the the headbangers or the front bottoms 
Front bottoms, you yes. Should. They're pretty good. And the slaughter doggies, slaughter beach dog. That is a, a lot of animal people not gonna like that name. Um, but hey, listen. It's like slaughter beach, comma dog. Oh, I, like we're gonna I, slaughter the beach dog. Kind of. I don't like know. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Well, listen. If y'all like it, I'm not gonna hate on it until I listen to it. Um. But I will say this. I admire the creativity. Um, and I admire your explanation of Midwest emo. It's just, it's just this depressing, sad flannel people uh, <laughs> with acoustic guitars. Listen, I ain't mad at it. Whatever. Listen, Christina dropped 233 in the marathon. If that helps you run 233, then let me go download a few albums on Apple. Um, and so that's a great segue because you are a baller, dude. 233 in the marathon. And what impresses me what i find crazy is that everybody has like this story it's not i don't, I don't want to say that i don't want to generalize it like that but people you know ran in college balled out in college whatever the case might be you picked up running so late um in high school i think you were a junior yeah we ran a junior you went to college in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Stockton? Yeah, Stockton University. Went to SU and was like, eh, let me let me just go ahead and test this track name out. You hit up the coach. He was like, okay, say less. Come join the team. And you ended up coaching yourself one of those years. Um, essentially, if I remember correctly, because the throws coach was like helping. Oh, that was in high school. We didn't really have. A oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, well, that's. No, oh, I thought that was college. That was oh my gosh. There. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought that was college. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing that in college. Um, so yeah, that makes more sense. That was in high school. Listen, that is every high school in America, <laughs> essentially. Well, not every high school in America, but anyway, went to Stockton. Now you're a marine biologist who legitimately has a chance to make the Olympic team. In your wildest imagination, did you ever think when you started running that you had the potential to be here talking with me about possibly making the Olympic team? Okay, well, that's a little over the top. I'm seated like 60-something. A lot of things would have to go wrong for a lot of people for me to listen, make a team. Well, listen, never it, the thing about sports is that any on any given day, anything could happen. So instead of things maybe going wrong for people, things could go right for you. Fair enough, I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. But did you ever think you would be in this position, basically? No. Not at all. I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I don't know. I just was like four years ago, I was running a 330 marathon. And here we are. Wow. Hey, listen, hard work, perseverance pays off. What is it about this sport that you love the most? And just running in general? like the community aspect of running um like honestly racing is not totally my favorite thing to do um 
but I like training and going to run meetups around St. Pete and seeing all my friends who also run. Like, that's the part of it that I actually like. How's the training for the marathon been for you? It's going good. Um, I think I had kind of a late start compared to most people. So I kind of just started getting back into training. I ran the Philadelphia marathon in the end of November, which is probably a little too close to the trials, but oh well. No. Well, oh, this is a short build for me. I just I just started. So essentially you're just out there for the vibes and just having fun. Yeah, pretty much. How do you balance being you know, a marine biologist, essentially with just the day-to-day -day running, because you do have a full-time gig, obviously, um, but obviously you're training and everything, even if it is a short buildup. Um, being a marine biologist is not the way it looks on TV. I kind of just like play on my computer all day, so I don't really have to like work at any particular time or place i just like type on my computer when i get a chance so it's really easy to schedule running around grad school in that aspect what is the community running community like where you are down there um in st pete obviously i know what it's like here in orlando um but in st pete like what are some of the things that you know you see that you really enjoy obviously running with your friends but what is that community like down there um it's really fun um so the group that i mainly run with is called the out of pocket track club um so they usually get a pretty good turnout of people who like i could do easy runs with and it's like i do a lot of mileage so it's nice to be able to get some miles in with other people um and then we always have good post-run, like, we always run from a coffee shop or something like that. And then sometimes at night we'll do, like, a night run and, like, run from a bar or brewery or something like that. So it's good to hang out, see other people. So you enjoy the social aspect, essentially, of running. Yeah. I don't really have anyone to, like, train with per se like I don't have anyone really around here that I do like workouts with but just like getting to be around other people who are also training for marathons in their own way is nice well let me ask you this and then we'll get to some of the off running stuff when it comes to running specifically in the 2024 trials just kind of your mentality you know, just, just having fun, being with the vibes. Does that take any, some of, or any of the pressure off? Um, You know, obviously people are just like going out there and it's high pressure, high stakes, but you have this, just relax. I'm here to have fun, here to enjoy myself, you know, do what you need to do. So does that take the pressure off of something so big like the trials? Yeah, I don't really like to stress myself out too much about running. If a race goes bad, it doesn't really ultimately matter that much you know it's just a race definitely understand that what are three things that people do not know about the legend that is miss christina welsh three things people don't know about me yeah hmm. it's like fun facts i'm not very fun <laughs> okay i eat cake for dinner 
like two nights a week. Okay. Um, I have at least 80 pairs of running shoes and I refuse to throw out the old ones. So they're just really accumulating in my apartment forever. <laughs> okay. um, One more. And even though I'm a marine biologist, I do not know how to swim. Really? Interesting. Don't worry, I don't either. But, uh, <laughs> well, I saw a shark in the water once, and I thought it was a dolphin. I've told the story a thousand times, and instead of swimming, I, like, ran out of that water. But I was up at the beach, so it's like, yeah, it's okay. The best way, <laughs> the best way to avoid that is just not be in water, basically. Um, you don't need to be able to swim. Just don't go in the water. It's fine. No, just drink it. And even then, it's a hazard. People are uh, meant to be in the water. Yes. You have legs. Yes. Walk. You got two legs. And people who love water, I'm so happy for them. I'm just not one of them. Um, so, 80 pairs of running shoes. What's your favorite? What's the, like, the best shoe you've run in? I saw recently... That you ran in some on cloud surfers. And I, I love do that love shoe. the cloud surfer. That's I one love of my that shoe. top favorite like daily trainers. I like the Nike Pegasus as well. That's a classic. Um for racing. Recently I've been racing in the on cloud boom echo three. Really? Um, and I actually really like it. A lot of the reviews are that it's like really too firm but i like it that way i like a firm shoe so you would really like the um you can't race in a cloud x but maybe like the cloud flow Nah, i have the cloud flow too that one's not my top favorite which one is like your favorite odds because i'm trying to number one for me is the surfer but number two i would say the cloud eclipse I do like the Cloud Eclipse. Okay, so my favorite shoe of all time ever made is the Saucony Endorphin Shift 1, Ooh. which is a weird one that it got discontinued because nobody liked that shoe except for me. <laughs> I liked that shoe so much. And the Cloud Eclipse kind of gives me the same vibe as that shoe, so I like the Cloud Eclipse. I like your taste in shoes. I, I I do. I have not tried that one. Obviously, it's been discontinued. The only one I'm familiar with is the Endorphin Speed. Um, there's a new ride coming out. And then the Triumph, which is like that new like everyday shoe. So I do like that shoe. Um the Cloud Eclipse. It's it's like the tougher version of a surfer. I think that's why I like it so much. Like it's just it's not as like yeah, I don't it's say it's not like bouncy like the cloud surfer is. It's just like thick. Yeah, well, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like this tall. You're like if yeah. you're six feet, then you're about <laughs> six eight in that shoe. But I don't know. I put it on. I was like, I can kind of rock with this one. I kind of like that one. I do like the, uh, it's at least for running purposes, uh, the new New Balance 1080, the V13. Um, That's a good one too. I like it that is, one. It is beyond softer than a marshmallow. 
but I don't know. Running in it, it, it feels pretty good. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Who would be like the dream shoe sponsorship that you're like, hey, I could be the best brand ambassador for this like shoe because I have a thousand pairs of them. Because you're well versed in shoes. I am. I do work at a running store, so I know shoes pretty well. Um, <laughs> Same here. So let's see. I mean, I guess I would say on because that's my go-to race shoe, and that's the most important one. Hey, listen, I'm not mad at that. On. They have some nice ones. They have some really For a nice daily ones. trainer, I feel like you can make any shoe work if you have to, but I get pickier about what I'm wearing to race. What, uh, you eat cake for dinner twice a week. I feel like that's a power move. Um, what's like your favorite? I don't even want to ask why. I just want to know, like, what's like the best cake out there? Um, so there's one at Publix, okay? I don't know where else to get it. It's like a Dolce de Leche cake, and it's Ooh. like got the milk in it, but it's cake shaped, and it's got caramel frosting and these like chocolate crunchy things on it, and that's the best cake ever made in the world. Really, I have never seen that cake. It's in the fridge section. Oh, at Publix. Really? Yeah, it's the best cake ever. You have to get it. Wait, do you still live in Florida? Do you of live course. where the Publix is? Okay, good. I, I live in it. Orlando, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going there right after this this interview. I had I didn't know Publix was like that when it came to that. Well, it's so good. The bakery section in Publix is like the best bakery I know of. Oh my gosh. I mean, to me, you know, I got hooked on the cookies at a young age. There's nothing better than going to Publix in the morning when they're like first baking those cookies. Yeah. Oh man. It's like if I were a college athlete, that's my NIL deal. Just like the sugar and the chocolate chip cookies. Like it's the Publix bakery in general. Look, I just got a, just the Publix right now, bakery. On the other side of this table, this whole tray of brownies with a fork in it that I was eating before we started this call. I am not a fan of their brownies though. What? Mm -mm. They taste like those cosmic brownies to me. Mm. Gross, colorful things on them. Oh, I hated those. They're nasty, right? I hated those. I don't um, even know what those are. They're like, give you the idea that they're sprinkles, but then they're gross. Then you bite into them and A, they get stuck in your teeth. Why are they so hard? I don't know, but they could really, like, if Honest to God's truth, if you hit somebody with that, you 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 can knock them out. Um, like I used to bite into those, and you have to. The only way to kind of soften them up to make it edible is you have to put that specific one in the microwave for like thirty seconds. Like that. That was the. Oh, I used to hate those. I used to like the one with the walnuts in it. Oh yeah. yeah that's oh, a good one. I have not had a cosmic brownie in years. Oh man, that takes me back to childhood. Like cosmic brownies. Uh, we used to eat honey buns. Um, uh, what's what's that little? Um, you know the oatmeal raisin cookies that had like the the oatmeal cookie and then the cream filling in the middle and then um, uh, like the sandwich cookies. I forgot what they're called. 
I know what you're talking about. Those were so good. Oh, man. I feel like they had those in the vending machine at my high school, and I used to yes. eat them for lunch all the time. Girl, I used to go to the dollar store, and those things used to be 25 cents. Oh, man. Those were those those were the days. And they used to be in every the cosmic brownies used to be in the vending machine. The oatmeal raisin pies were used to be in the vending machine. The moon pies, there's some called moon pies that used to be in the vending machine. The the zebra cakes, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're like stripey looking, right? They're like chocolate. Yes. Yes. Oh man. So I know you had I know you had a good edible childhood as far as eating is concerned. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. I can't rock with those published brownies, though. That's if the only run, thing. Run for the pies in Jacksonville. It's a 5K. I'm pretty sure you get a moon pie at the finish line of the race. Okay. I love that you know all the races that has food in it. I, I love that. <laughs> like, I, I really love that. If you win the race, you get like a, a big pie. But if you at least finish it, you get a moon pie. Listen, I'm trying. These are to the win. important things to know. Those that's the important things to know. You get donuts at one of the Jacksonville races. You get moon pies at maybe just all the races need to be held in Jacksonville, um, essentially. So, and then obviously the corn fritters. Um, so that's an important one too. So yes, that was uh if I ever needed motivation to run, I definitely just got it because that is a power move right there, essentially. Okay. I like that. I like that. So, ah, uh, that, I don't know. That just a wave of memories just hit my mind from that. How's the transition from like New Jersey to Florida? Because there's so many subtle nuances. I think the food specifically, the deli scene is better in New Jersey. Um, from, everything that i've been told but it had to be a culture shock from the weather standpoint oh my god yeah that's like the main reason i chose to go to grad school here is i hate the snow so much <laughs> i actually think the more i think about it that is the actual thing that made a difference in my training that i'm like much faster now than i ever was in high school or college is I just don't go outside when it's snowing. So I used to just take the winter off of running every year. Chess, not checkers. I'm not mad at that. I can't imagine. But do you like laugh at us down here when we say it's cold? Because, you know, it's like, what is it, like 60 degrees today? And it's just like, hey, this is a uh, weather outside is frightful, but I need that fire to be so delightful kind of weather. No, I immediately acclimated to Florida. I was freezing today. I almost didn't want to run today because it was 60 degrees and kind of windy. That is amazing. Like, you you adapted to the culture so fast. <laughs> Essentially, oh my gosh. So I, so I hope for the sake of the marathon, God, if it's like really cold, like on February 3rd, that's going to be fun. Hope it's not. <laughs> I hope it's like five. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. You're the first northerner that has adjusted to the cold. Cause usually like when I was in college, um, at the first sight of 70 degree weather, um, you sit back, you know, you're eating lunch and you used to watch people with their Uggs on and 
the winter coats and stuff. And I was like, that's kind of monumental for us Floridians because we usually don't get to wear our winter winter clothes, <laughs> so to speak. It's so true. I have like one jacket that I wear for one day a year and I get kind of annoyed when I have to take it out. It was it was cold last year for Christmas. I don't know what it was like in St. Pete, but I can tell you it was 30-something degrees here in Orlando. It was horrible. I went to Jacksonville for Christmas, which is the north relative to me, and it was like in the... There was ice outside. It was crazy. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was. It snows in Tallahassee. That's that's stupid. Why would anyone ever go there? <laughs> I don't know, just to make a snow angel, but like I have family that lives in Tallahassee, and I get videos like of legit snow falling. Like I'm not making this up. Jacksonville was cold too. I think it was it was really cold in Jacksonville last year. It was at the twenties or something like that. If I'm yeah, it was it was it was really cold. If it was cold in Orlando, I know it was colder in North Florida. But the further the further north you go, is pretty much you're in in like Georgia. Where it's really, really cold. I am. I'm sorry you experienced that. I'm sorry too. I never want to see snow again for the rest of my life. Okay, so do then I will die happy. You may need to move to Miami or something. Um, because there's no way it snows down there. That would be crazy if it starts snowing in South Florida. I don't know. Be horrible. All the iguanas would fall out of their trees. They do that already. (laughs) Like there's been so many news. Um. Gosh, every year, people find these iguanas frozen just all over the sidewalk, all over the roofs of houses and cars in South Florida. And that's because the temperature hit less below 50 degrees and the iguanas are just shook. Yeah, they can't take it. No, um, I can't take it. Well, actually, I I like it. I kind of like the cold, but I, I don't know. What made you want to be a marine biologist? I don't know. That's a good question. I think I randomly picked marine biology as an undergrad major because you have to pick something on the form. And things got a little carried away. Here I am doing a PhD program. But that's impressive. That's good. At least you're following your your talent somewhere. Getting a PhD in marine biology. So, I mean, we're going to call you Dr. Wolf soon. Hopefully. I graduate one day. I, I feel that. This is like, I don't know, people who go back to college, I have a great deal of respect for. I still owe a lot of money to UCF, so it's 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 nothing that I'm trying to <laughs> go into, essentially. <laughs> Are you still at USF? Yeah, USF. St. Petersburg. Have they taught you about the beautiful rivalry that we have with you guys? I've heard about it. I don't really follow sports very well. That's okay. At it's all. A, it's okay. Well, you have, well, I mean, you follow the sport that matters. Or you participate yeah, like in the sport that matters. Ball sports? I'm not paying attention to that. I don't know the rules. I don't want to know the rules. It's all, listen, you're just like Dory. Just, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. All right, let's get ready to wrap this thing up with a bow. Tell me, are you having fun with what you're doing? As far as running is concerned. Why is that? Running is the most fun thing in the whole world ever. I don't even need to race. Just like going on an easy run. Very fun. How important 
is a good pair of running shoes. That's the most important thing in the world. You don't have good running shoes, you could get hurt or something. That's fair. That's true. Which running shoe store do you work at? I work at St. Pete Running Company. Interesting. Okay. Did not know that. Did not know that. So we've got all that said. What shoes are you going to be whipping out when you race the trials? Bob Echo 3s. So you're serious about those shoes? I am. On, can we sponsor a sister to give her some fresh boom echoes and everything like that? <laughs> Last but not least, tell me. I just 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 think about it. How cool would it be to make the Olympic team? That'd be very cool. That sounds kind of stressful though. And I'd have to get a passport, which sounds like a lot of work. So Hey. You just here for the vibes, and I'm with it. You have survived the interrogation process. Now we're on to our final segment called Down to Home Stretch. I'm just going to ask you a few rapid-fire questions. I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. Are you ready? I'm ready. If there was a food that you could live with for the rest of your life and a food that you could live without, what would they be? Okay, food that I could eat every day. Probably these brownies that I have with me right now. That's my favorite food. Okay. Food I never want to see again. Arby's. That's my least favorite food in the world. <laughs> why why Arby's? Because it's gross. Have you had Arby's? Ew. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um <laughs> I I had a bad yeah, I had a bad order at Arby's. No, you didn't. Every order at Arby's is a bad order. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I'm just trying to be nice, you know, it's just <laughs> holiday season this oh week. sorry does like the ceo of arby's work like listen to your podcast I'm sorry. no they haven't sponsored it yet so i guess we're all gonna clear <laughs> so we are good what's your favorite holiday movie the muppets christmas carol Ooh, that is that is a good one that is a good one okay let me ask you a couple more questions dream vacation spot colorado but like when it's warm so in the summer yes Domino's or New Jersey pizza? New Jersey pizza, obviously. Why is, what's the love for Domino's, though? Because it's the best option here. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. We don't that. deliver from New Jersey to Florida. <laughs> it's very cold. So Domino's is better than Blaze, Pizza Hut, all the above. Yes, definitely. What's your go-to pizza order from anywhere? Not just Domino's. I like all the toppings. If there's like an everything pizza on the menu, I get that. So like pepperoni, meatball, sausage, peppers, onions, bell peppers. I just like toppings, just everything. <laughs> I actually like to make my own pizza at home so I can put as many toppings as I want and don't have to pay an extra dollar or whatever for every topping. I agree with that. I think Domino's has something like the Supreme or whatever that has all that stuff on it. But yeah, that does that does get pricey. That does get pricey. If they're going to make a movie about your life, who do you want to play your character? And it'd be like a Muppets version? Yeah. Um... Rizzo the Rat, probably. Yeah. Okay. okay. I want to be like the Muppets Christmas Carol, but of my life. Okay. Listen, I'm not mad at it. Go to pump-up song. 
I don't know if you remember what my favorite bands were, but none of them were particularly like pump up themed. <laughs> um, probably there's one by the Front Bottoms called "Emotional." That's my current favorite song to think about on workouts. Okay. Last but not least, why does kindness matter to you? I think that's the only thing that really matters. If you're not being kind to people, what's the point of doing anything? You have survived the rapid fire phase. You balled out. Now, just tell the good people where they can support your journey. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Christina J. Welsh. And listen, she'll be... Okay, I got you. I got you. And she's going to be in Orlando balling out on the third. Be sure to check out Christina's Instagram page, root for her, as well as the other great athletes who are taking part in the marathon trials. Until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. We'll catch you next time.